Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Rant Not Over. Um, my name is Rihanna, just reiterating for those of you who still don't know how to pronounce my name. Um, I am super excited about today's episode. You should be too. We are talking all about boundaries, the big B word. So basically how to implement them, communicate them, respect them, all things boundaries. And I say we because I'm joined by a guest today. I'm super excited. Um, we are high school friends, recently connected in our adult years. She's beautiful. She's athletic. She's funny as shit. Um, and she's also excited to talk about boundaries. So welcome to the studio, Sydney Bickford. Thank you. I'm so excited, y'all. I've been waiting to talk about this for a long fucking time. <laughs> I sent her my list of like all the topics I want to cover and with like no hesitation, like boundaries. Yeah, boundaries, so, yes. Let's I'm excited. Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, and she came prepared with like a notebook. She's reading a book. Like I'm just ready to get into it. So we'll start off with relationships and boundaries. So okay. give me a little bit like background of your history, um, dating history, and like how boundaries kind of played a part in that and like your kind of transcendence of how you learned mm-hmm. boundaries. Okay, so I've been in, let's say, three serious relationships. Okay. We'll go there. Um, the first one was good. The guy was good, mm-hmm. but just a little clingy. So setting boundaries in that aspect was, you know, me just kind of saying, hey, I need space. Right. Um, and I was a freshman in college, so setting the boundary was kind of hard because you don't really know, like, how to not hurt the person's feelings yeah, type of yeah. thing. Wait, I have a question on that real yeah. quick. So with saying you want space, mm-hmm. was it because you just, like, didn't like him enough? It wasn't that I didn't like him enough. <laughs> I just, he was very, like, overwhelmed me. Okay. Like, so I would be, you know, I had basketball going on in college and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, that. she's an athlete, by the way. I didn't did say that. <laughs> did I? Yeah. Oh, well, short-term memory. <laughs> Um, but playing basketball, I was just really busy. And Mm -hmm. so he expected me to be like on his phone all the time, texting him, calling him, whatever, giving him updates and stuff. And I mean, in college, like, yeah, I understand that I was his first, I would say like real relationship. Um, and you know, I dated so-and-so in high school, which was, anyway, (laughs) um, but this was like my first relationship where I was like, okay, obviously coming into college, you know, maybe this could be my person, but I was stupid, young, whatever. Just, like, yeah, you're learning. Um, exactly. And so I had to set that boundary there. Like, I just needed space. Mm-hmm. So from then on, it was, I was, I guess, more aware of the boundaries thing than, you know, telling this person, hey, this is what I need. For sure. Um, and he didn't take it well, and it could have been my delivery, which is a huge part in boundaries, Ooh, too, is the good. delivery. So um, I was actually listening to a podcast the other day about boundaries, and mm-hmm. one thing they said was being respectful whenever you're delivering, like, whatever you're trying to say, mm-hmm. what you need. Um, because if you say it in a rude way, they're going to take it as like negative For and sure. boundaries are not negative. They're put in place to make you feel safe, mm-hmm. which is like super important. Yeah. So and to like keep a relationship going. Yeah. You exactly. know, like it's kind of a good thing. You're like, mm-hmm. I respect you enough that I want to keep you around. So I'm letting you know what I need. Yes. And that's the way I was looking at it. But again, my delivery back then was probably not the best. Right. <laughs> um, and then the guy that I dated after that, he was huge, um, Big old pothead. Um, love him, though. Um, not him, but love the potheads. <laughs> I was like, love him, though. Like, we're all not together. No, 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 no. no. Um, but he would basically come stay in my dorm room um, and then wake up. It was late. Like, he would come in around 10, leave to go smoke with his friends till 3 a.m. Oh yeah, and then try to come back to my room. And so I told him, basically told him, like, this is not okay. Like, there's some nights that I had to go pick him up because he was so high. I was like, I just, this is too much for me. Yeah. So 
if you're not back by this certain time, I'm just going to lock my door. Rightfully because so. I'm not I'm, breaking my sleep for you exactly. to like be recreational. And let's, let's be honest. When we're high, we're not fucking quiet. We like to eat, come yeah. in my room, ate my bag of chips, loud about it and shit like that. So I'm like, you know what? Like yeah. I need to, I got a bedtime. I'm playing sports. For he sure. Was, he was athlete too. And then. Like um, respect my time basically. Yeah. And so that one, I'd say that one was harder because that one was more physical. So my first relationship was like kind of long distance. Mm-hmm. And then this one, I was actually living on campus with the guy. So it was, it was harder. Um, cause I actually had to deal with him the next day in person. So mm, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was in a relationship after that. Damn, I've been in a lot of relationships. <laughs> I was in a relationship <laughs> after that. And the that most one, recent one, right? No. no. Okay, so I guess four. Okay. That one was just like kind of toxic. My single ass. <laughs> no, it's, I'm liking the singleness. Okay. It's great. Um, I, I, like I'm at a point where I haven't been single long enough to find myself. So mm. I think this is my turning point. I love that for you. And it was actually, it was weird because I was talking to somebody the other day that's like huge into energy mm. and he was telling me that this point in my life, so it's like a, re- you can do like a reading based off of your birthday. Yeah. Like your birth all, chart. In your destiny number and all oh, that. Yeah. yeah. It, it's weird. So he's basically telling me that this is my year of change and all that. Self-discovery. Right. I talk no, I love that. I talk with my hands too, so I wish we could have videos so they can see that we're yeah. like punching the air. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, so but yeah, so he's telling me this is my year of change. And so that really, I was like, okay, I feel it because the most recent breakup that I've gone through, um, I was trying to set boundaries in that relationship as well. And um, the boundaries were crossed multiple times, just as far as like communication, what I need. Obviously, we, you know, our boundaries are basically what we need, sure. um, and relationships are all about compromise. And so, when you're giving, giving, and you know there's nothing coming in return, you're not respecting my boundaries and stuff yeah. like that. It's just at that point, it's just like disrespectful. So, I'm learning, but I feel like yes, I've dated multiple men, but they're teaching me something. Yeah. So you it's really not a waste of you. time. It's never a waste. Mm-hmm. I, like love is never a waste of time. I think any interaction with another human is never a waste of time. Mm-hmm. You are going to walk away with something new right and I think communication is a huge thing because it's something I'm not good at Mm -hmm. um and so I guess my question for you is like were you straight out the gate in these situations were you very aware of your boundaries and it was hard communicating them or it was hard even kind of knowing what your boundaries were and how to communicate them does that make sense yeah so that's a good question so no, I did not know what my boundaries were. And I feel like your boundaries constantly change yeah. as you grow, as you get older. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the hardest part for me, especially in these relationships, were I tried to start setting these boundaries later on in the relationship. So, mm. like, the one where... Like, I when think, it became a problem. Yeah, when I was... And then, so then they didn't know how to change because right. I was already letting that happen for so long. And that's hard, but... When you're with the right person and you communicate these things, they're going to make an effort to try to make it work and yeah. try to, you know, compromise those things and respect you. So I just feel like, you know, they weren't they weren't doing that, so they must not be the one because the right one is going to... And that's the thing because like we were saying right before we started, like, no one's going to ever come to you, like, we're not perfect, right? Mm-hmm. And um, no one's ever going to come to you being a perfect, complete whole package. Like, yeah. even if they're a great person... You're, there's some tweaking. Like, not mm-hmm. even tweaking, but you have to set boundaries. You have to communicate. There's things that are going to bother them, things that are going to bother you. Like, it has to be talked about. And so, and I don't think it's ever just a one-time conversation. Like, mm-hmm. um, obviously, if they're continuously doing it and completely stepping over your boundaries, that's different. As opposed to, like, okay, it's a few times, you see improvement, but there's, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, 
kind of have to like teach them somehow like this is how I need to be loved this is how I need to be um, respected or like I need my space whatever it mm-hmm. is um, but if they're just straight up disregarding your boundaries that's a whole thing so have you dealt with that and how did you handle that like when someone's just straight up disregarding your boundaries um oh so I have <laughs> dealt with it mm-hmm. um but I didn't deal with it if that yeah. makes sense so it's like it's like a little kid, like, I tell, like, my little niece, no, but she continues to do it, and it's just like, oh, like, okay, fine, mm-hmm. and then until I get to the point where I'm just like, okay, fuck no, like, yeah. no, you're gonna just stop, and that's my problem, so I know communicating boundaries is hard, but I feel like my issue is I haven't really found myself yet, and so that's, like, a journey I'm going through, and I feel like once I do that, then, like, right off the gate, I can just be like, okay, this is what I need, For sure. um, you know, you can either provide that or you can't. You're either going to respect it or you're not. I might not even be good enough for – not good enough, but be able to provide what somebody else may need, another yeah. guy may need. And that – like, you just have to accept that. There's somebody out there for everybody. And um, like I told you earlier, I said um, boundaries shouldn't be put in place to change a partner, and I truly believe that. But you also have to remember just because you're setting these boundaries, you're not trying to change them, but if this is the person you want to be with, mm-hmm. they're either going to you know, try to compromise with you or they're just not. Yeah, or they're not going to care. And I think that yeah. says a lot about more than them than you. Like one of my mm-hmm. biggest, um, I'm learning communication, <clears throat> effective communication with friends, family, romantic partners, whatever it is. And um, like one of this, I guess, kind of like notion I'm taking with me is if I give you everything and I leave everything on the table, then what you do with that information is now a reflection of you and not of me. Yeah. Right. So like I can't expect anyone to read my mind to know what I'm feeling or whatever the case is. And so if I just give you everything, leave it on the table. Now what you do with that is your choice. And so mm-hmm. if you disrespect me, if you make me feel some type of way, then like, I know like you don't have pure intentions, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think, and then there's the other part of it where I'm sure we both dealt with, it's a part of growing up in the sense of like you just keep your mouth shut mm-hmm. you just hope it'll change or then you start building resentment for that yeah. person mm-hmm. because you've never expressed it and like you cannot expect someone to change if you have not expressed how you feel about mm-hmm. that right yeah um and so that's just something that we all need to work on is just like communication's hard mm-hmm. right like you can know like okay i know i need space i know that um i don't want to pick my boyfriend up high every night like all of these things but it's a delicate, like you said, the delivery mm-hmm. of like, I need to say this in a way that they're receiving it well. So do you have any tips or like things that you've learned for yourself of like, this is kind of what to say, what not to say, how to say it, how not to say it? Like, what is yeah. your experience with that? Um, so I'm going to use my, my last relationship as an example. Um, so he had a hard time with communicating and would, like we talked about earlier, would just kind of shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, towards, like, the middle of our relationship when things started picking up, like, there was just stress and stuff like that, other stuff going on, um, he would shut down, and, uh, the first time he did that, I told him, you know, I don't mind that you need your space, so that's a boundary you're setting, is you need space, for sure, but a boundary that I'm setting is, I, when you need that space, I just need you to communicate that with me, like, Mm -hmm. don't just cut me out and don't say anything to me for a couple of days, let me know and I'll be fine. Like, right. I'm not going to blow your phone up. If I know that you need the space, I won't text you. I won't call you. But I'm the type of person, too, if you're dating me, I'm, I want to make sure you're okay. Yeah. I'll make sure you're safe. So I'm doing that because I'm genuine with that, but I don't want you – I don't want you to think that I'm, like, overstepping your boundaries either. For sure. So I think 
What? I was saying, like, real quick, because you say his boundaries, mm-hmm. and to me, it's like... He didn't do, communicate He didn't those. communicate it, exactly. right? So for him to say, instead of him saying, hey, like you said, I mean, that's your boundary because yeah. he's not communicating his boundary, because he may be like, I need space, I need time to, like, you know, kind of relish, and, like, just, I need alone time. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. But say that. Mm-hmm. Like, just say that. Because mm-hmm. then he's giving you, he's leaving everything on the table. Now, what you do with that is a reflection of you. So yeah. if he said, hey, I need space, and you're like, well, I'm going to call you anyways. I'm pulling up, blah, blah, blah. Hell no. You know what I'm right or right. But, yeah. like, then that's on you. Yeah. But if he said that, and you're still, and then you're like, all right, I understand. I'm here when you need me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's beautiful. That's harmonious. Mm-hmm. So he didn't do that. You tried to get him to tell you that. What happened? Mm-hmm. Um, it just kept happening. So same thing uh, happened multiple times after that. Mm-hmm. Um, one time it happened, and it was only for two days that we didn't talk, which was it wasn't a big deal because it wasn't like oh my life is ending type of thing, whatever. But um, that's a long time when you're actually dating. Somebody. Yeah, it is. Um, and it, I mean it was hard. Don't get me wrong, but I also like already knew from the past experience like how he is. Mm-hmm. You know, his mom kind of told me how he was, and his dad did too. Um, but after that time, you know, and he came back, I let him come to me after he had his space because I was not willing to, you know, step over those boundaries. Um, let him come to me and I just let him know, Hey, like, I know you needed your space. Um, I I get that. That's not an issue, but remember the last time, you know, I just said, I just want you to communicate. If you need space, just say you need space and I'll leave you the fuck alone. Right. And then you say, when you say that, like, is he, like, receptive I know, I know, it? I'm sorry. Like, I'll do better next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's never the, I'll do better next time. Because when they say that, they're not going to do better. And I think what we talked well, we haven't talked about it, but boundaries are not set to control people. And there's a big difference between boundaries and control. Mm-hmm. And so, I think, okay. yeah. I like, love that. Right? Yeah. So, it's, like, it's hard because you think that when you're setting a boundary for yourself or for the relationship, whatever it is, that this person thinks that you're trying to control them mm-hmm. or they take it negatively because boundaries, they come off kind of negative, but they're not supposed to be. Yeah. Like I said, they're, they're supposed to make you feel safe. So me feeling safe in the relationship would be him communicating, hey, I just need space. Mm-hmm. You didn't do anything wrong. I just need to take some time. Okay, fine. Yeah, cool. We're all entitled to that. Exactly. So, you know, the last time was kind of just the end of it. Let that be that. Um, didn't talk. You know, tell me, oh, I don't know what I want to do. Okay, that's fine. So you don't know what you want to do, so that's a no. Like, the relationship yeah. is done, basically. Right. Um, and then I kind of just let that be that. Because if you're not willing to, like, obviously, you needed your space and you hadn't reached out to me. I get it. Um, that's enough for me. So I wasn't willing to reach out because, you know, I'm not, I'm still not crossing your boundary, even though sure. if we're not together. Right. But I don't know. I just feel like. So, I know you said earlier, you have sometimes you have to keep reiterating it, yeah. and you're not trying to change the person, but then you also have to come to a point where you know when they're just, it's just blatant disrespect. Yeah. Like, they're just they're disrespecting. They're just bullshitting. When, yeah. Like, when he's saying, I'm going to fix it next time, all right, your words mean nothing when your mm-hmm. actions are not following suit. Exactly. You know? And, you know, our big issue, too, was, um, I'm the type of person, so my love language is words of affirmation. Yeah. I like being shown off, which I, I feel like there's nothing wrong with that. But I was told that girls are more drawn to guys when they're in relationships because if they're single. So mm-hmm. if the girl is single, they're more drawn to the guy that's taken mm-hmm. because 
the girl's like, oh, I want to be treated like that. Like, he's taking care of her, which I never That's thought about interesting. that. Yeah. So now I'm like, well, shit, I don't even want anybody to show me off. Like, just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, just, just keep me quiet. Yeah, keep um, me quiet. But when people text your phone, let me know. Yeah, yeah <laughs> for real. Um, but, I mean, I guess that makes sense. We all just want to be... Like, no one wants to be hidden. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we want... I don't need you to post me every single day because I'm not doing that. But, but just like, let people know what's up. Just let people know what's up and, like, mm-hmm. just make me feel like you are proud to be dating me. Yeah. Right? There's a difference between that, like, and just when you're intentionally hiding me. Because mm-hmm. I'm not an insecure person by nature, but, like, if we're dating for two years and there's not a picture of me anywhere... Yeah. What are you hiding? Exactly. Why are you hiding me? And so that was... Because I'm beautiful. I'm yeah. Kidding. You are beautiful. <laughs> so are you. And you got a big badonkadonk. <laughs> so you better be posting that, too. <laughs> Yo. Um, post my face and my ass let people know what's up exactly <laughs> but um I was going somewhere with that and I don't even remember my bad I cut you off no my love languages are words, oh, of, yeah, affirmation. words of affirmation but what were we talking about before just being that? shown off you were like I just wanted to be kind of shown that I'm here and maybe he wasn't doing that oh yeah yeah so I was like letting him know kind of this is what I need type of thing and it wasn't necessarily a boundary, but it was kind of like, this is what I need to feel safe in the relationship. Yeah. Like, this is what makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. And that, I guess that goes along with boundary. Because it's sure. there to make you feel safe. Yeah. So you just tell them what you need. Um, just what you need. I think, yeah. yeah. What you need and boundaries are, like, kind of interchangeable to Yeah. Me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, so you told just, them, like, hey, I just feel like you're not proud of me. Like, you're not, sh- like, showing me off. Is that what that conversation was? Yeah. And then... Um, he posted me that same day on his Instagram story, which was cool, like, right. whatever. Um, and then after that, I mean, that was back last summer. After that, it was kind of just like, okay, you know, deleted Instagram because of all the stuff that people were posting, like, political oh, and yeah. all this COVID stuff. I was just tired of seeing everything. Like, it was was very that nice. his excuse, though, or was that an actual reason? Well, he, he really didn't have any social media for a while. Oh, okay, okay. So, but then it came to the point where it was like, you know, like, are, I feel like you are hiding me at this point. Yeah. And so I guess he felt like it was nagging and he felt like kind of controlled, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, I wasn't trying to control him. And then that's where you have to think, okay, you can't change this person. Like they'll do it on their time, but if they're not doing it and you don't feel good within it, like you just have to kind of let it go. Well, and also too, this is something I wanted to touch on is like, um, Obviously, boundaries, there are some, like, that. I don't know if that's a non-negotiable for you, right? There are some boundaries where it's, I mean, I think all boundaries should be non-negotiables because, obviously, you're... You're setting talking, it for a reason. Right, you're saying it for a reason. You're talking about it for a reason, but it, it's different. Like you said, everything's a compromise. Mm-hmm. So, that might be something different. Like, okay, he's just not into social media. I can bite the bullet on that one, whatever. But then the other one where he's just straight up ignoring you when you need to be talked to, like, that's something that's non-negotiable. You yeah. know, so I don't know if there were some more than others. Um, and also, I guess, like, I mean, now you say when you go into your next relationship, maybe in a few years, because you're maybe trying to... never. Maybe never. <laughs> also, that, you're trying to, like, just chill on your own. But do you think you'll say these things up front as in like hey listen these are my non-negotiables these are kind of the things that I need in a relationship or will you wait till you start to see the behavior if it's there or it's Mm -hmm. not to say something so I'm definitely going to be up front yeah and this this is crazy I'm even going to talk about this but um hopefully it doesn't reach these people (laughs) talk about it um 
There's only like 2,000 listeners. Oh. No, I'm totally kidding, bro. Yeah, only like 10,000. <laughs> yeah, it's only 100,000 a day. Yeah. <laughs> but um, recently I was like was talking to this guy. Um, I'm not really looking for anything, honestly, like just kind of friendships. Like we can get to know each other, but yeah. I, I want them to know like nothing is coming of this. Right. Um, so I told him like he wanted to go out and hang out. Cool. Like that's mm-hmm. fine. We can hang out, but just know like. First of all, I'm not over my breakup. I'm not really over my ex type yeah. of thing. Like, that shit is... That wound is still healing. For sure. But I just let him know, like, don't try to kiss me. I'm I'm not there. <laughs> That's so a good boundary. Out. But I did. And I kind of said it bitchy. And so, like, looking back, I feel bad. But I was like, just so you know, like, I'm not ready for that. So, please don't try to kiss me. Because if you do... Then I'm going to stand there and I'm going to look at you like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, you're going to be embarrassed. You're saving mm-hmm. him, though. I am. Yeah. But to me, like, I'm the type of person... That in those types of situations, I am setting a boundary, but it's kind of, like, playful and funny. Yeah. So, and he thought it was funny. You said this in person, or was this, like, It, it was over text, okay. yeah. Um, but he knew, like, my sense of humor. Yeah, so yeah. I was just kind of, okay, cool. But, no, moving forward, I will definitely be setting boundaries because I feel like it's super important for, like, when you're getting to know somebody, for them to know kind of, like, what to expect mm-hmm. and, like, what you'll need. And then at that point... You don't want to waste each other's time yeah. It moving forward, you know, setting those boundaries like six months later. And then it's like, okay, well, I can't give that to you. Right. I can't do that for you. I'm not going to be able to respect that. Now you're like, well, what the fuck? I just wasted six months. Right. It's or not a waste. It's not a waste, but also. It's your fault for waiting so long to let them know, like, hey, this is what I need. For I'm sure. setting, like, and I will expect that in return. I want somebody, and that'll be my first question is, what are your, like, what kind of boundaries are you wanting to set? What are your non-negotiables? I ask people, what are your red flags? Like, what are they? That's that, a good because question. somebody has somebody has told you what a red flag. People have told me what my red flags are, really? and then I look in the mirror and I'm like, first of all, it's not a fucking red flag. It's yeah. <laughs> first of all, my <laughs> red flags are that I have none. Um, exactly, and my red flag is probably that I'm talking to you. Yeah, like you're my red flag. Wait, that's so my funny. Best relationship. I've told you. That's I don't know if I want to know mine. I mean, well, okay, it was the last guy that told me my red flag. So you know a little bit about oh. him. So yeah, that doesn't count as a red flag when he's projecting his insecurities on you. Mm-hmm. That is one of his red flags. Um, and so I guess, yeah, that's, and also like we're getting older, right? Like yeah. 18, 19 years old, 20, maybe even two years ago, I wouldn't be having these conversations up front. I, like mm-hmm. I'm still not the greatest at having them, but I think, like you said, you don't want to waste anyone's time. Mm-hmm. We're closer to 30 than not. Like I'm not trying to be 36, like going on first dates and like not letting people know up front who I am and what I expect. Exactly. Because like you said, when you're willing to give something, you also kind of expect it from the other person. You mm-hmm. know, like we don't want to waste each other's time. So if you have a non-negotiable that I cannot live up to, mm-hmm. I would like to know that sooner than later. Yeah. And I think it's fair to give that, you know, the other person kind of that same opportunity. Um, yeah, communication, it's a bitch. It is. <laughs> it's so that's, that's a whole podcast. It really is. Like, Jesus. It really is. But I think boundaries definitely play into that. Because, like you said, so it's the delivery of... um, And it's hard to, like you said, tell someone. Because it can come off negative because you're almost... It can be taken as, like, oh, well, I'm doing this to you. Like, you don't want this part of me anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I've had to do that with, like, some friendships. um, And it was hard, but then we came back stronger than ever, right? Because it is the delivery. You kind of have to talk through it. But I also think on the receiving end, like, if you have a person of a relationship, you know, a partner that you're trying to tell them what the boundaries and they blow it up in your face. 
that's also maybe that's a red flag, right? right? Like that's a red Mm -hmm. flag when I'm trying to tell you, listen, this is for me. This is not against you. Mm -hmm. This is for me. And if they love you enough, they're going to respect it. Respect it. And like, even just respect the fact that you have the goal to say something Mm -hmm. like that you care about them enough. And I think that's maybe a good way to put it too, is like, I care enough about this relationship or this friendship that I don't want to lose it. And so because of that, these are boundaries that I need to put in place to mm-hmm. continue this relationship in a healthy way. Yeah. Right? And a lot of people don't. I just feel like a lot of people don't see it that way, though. It, I mean, it's hard. Like, it's hard to be on the receiving end. I'm it sure. Is. But, again, you know, think about you telling somebody your boundaries and think about how that made you feel. Like, to me, it feels great to tell somebody this is what I need type of thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. It feels good to just get it off your chest. Yeah. and. It, when they are delivering it the right way and in a respectful way, mm-hmm. um, it, it feels good. And you shouldn't take that as, oh, you know, wow, fuck them. Like, they're whatever. Right. However you take it. Everybody takes it differently. You just take it as, like, wow, this person cares enough to let me know. Like you said, let me know what they need and the boundaries that they're setting for themselves because it's going to make them happier. And they could just walk away. If they didn't care at all, they could just be exactly. like, you know, I, this isn't worth my time. Have you been on the receiving end of someone communicating their boundaries? Um, I'm trying to think if I have either. I don't think I have. Guys don't have boundaries. I guess with my sister. I mean, my sister could be. So, um, with my niece. This definitely goes with, like, family, platonic, like... Everything. Yeah, everything. Boundaries are... I was listening to a podcast. It was probably about a month ago. Um, about boundaries are everywhere. Think about your, you know, you're driving down the interstate, wherever it may be, there's lanes. Yeah. And so that lane is your boundary. Mm-hmm. Like they are everywhere. You have to stay within your boundaries. Yeah. And you're driving a car. To be safe, like you yeah, said. To be safe. That's a really good parallel. But um, like with my sister, so my niece, you know, we love my niece so much and we love to be around her. But, um, you know, when my sister says no, like my niece can't come over or we can't go eat, like they have stuff going on. And when she just says no, like, she can't do that, sometimes me and my mom will, like, nag. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, Evie, you know, you should come. Just come over, like, and get her hopes up. And to me, it's really fucked up it is. But it's, like, because we really want to see her. But it's fun. You're not doing it out of bad intention. Yeah. Yeah. But then we also need to be more respectful of my sister and her husband as far as, you know, that we they said no. They're the parents. So just, like, chill out. Let let it go. Maybe another time type Mm -hmm. of thing. I get that. But, um. Yeah, with family, friends, a good example with friends. So I'm not the type of girl that will let you borrow my stuff. And that's actually <laughs> in this book, y'all, Set Boundaries, Find Peace by um, Nedra. <laughs> Nedra Tawab, or whatever her name is. Nedra Glover Tawab. Yeah. So she talks about it. So in friendships, you have these friends that will, like, ask you to borrow clothes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I'm not the type of person because I feel – if you bring it back to me, let's say it's clothes or whatever, maybe you bring it back and there's a stain on it, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. And so I'm already setting that boundary. Like, no, I don't let people borrow my clothes. Mm-hmm. I don't like when people borrow shit, period. Right. Because if you bring it back, then I'm not going to ever let you borrow anything again. Right. And you're probably going to, like, harbor a little bit of resentment, yes. too, mm-hmm. which you're trying to avoid. Yep. So that, like, as far as friendship goes, that's probably a boundary that I definitely have um, within my friendships. And, like... Another one is just, like, humiliating me in front of people. Yeah, I mean, that's a... That shouldn't even be a boundary. That's just, like, oh, a, a common sense. I mean, I understand. Yeah, you know... I mean, we know people like that, but um, uh-huh. that's not okay. No. But just, like, saying stupid shit, like, for people to... 
you know, make me feel like shit in front of people. Like, I just don't. Put I really you feel, down to yeah. build themselves up. Yeah. I thought we left that shit in middle school. Exactly. <laughs> like, I, I cannot stand that. But that is definitely one of my, I want a friend that's going to build me up, be positive. Um, you know, this past month has been kind of fucked up for me. But, you know, I don't need you to be like, oh, yeah, he was a piece of shit, this and that. No. Like, okay, fuck that. We're, de- we're de- obviously done with that. Don't right. talk about him. Just help me get to where I need to be. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Friendships are hard. Friendships. Adult friendships are difficult. Yeah. Because um, we're all busy, too. So it's yes. like, when you tell somebody, oh, I'll hang out with you, and then some shit pops up and then you can't, it's like, oh. But it's like, I, like. Yeah. I, yeah, I had to learn that. I think it was maybe maybe two years ago. I forgot when I kind of came to this epiphany. Um, of I would get really salty when, like, my friends couldn't hang out or didn't ask to hang out or didn't text back you know in a reasonable amount of time or whatever whatever and like mm-hmm. I forgot what it was but one day it probably something I saw on Twitter that was like we're all busy as fuck but like yeah. genuinely it hit me where I'm like I'm busy too like we are adults we're not in high school anymore where we're seeing our best friends every day yeah we have you know some of my friends have kids they're engaged they're working 10 hour days like they're maybe they just don't want to be on their phone and that is also okay um but I think that's huge of just like I think that's just an adult friendship boundary in, mm-hmm. in general is um, I don't have to be in constant communication with you to be your yeah, friend. Yeah, I don't need to text you every single day. No. I mean, me and me and Deja, we text, mm, I mean, we probably, I mean, we text maybe like three or four days out of the week. Yeah. But me and Krista, like, I'll go without talking to Krista for months and then like, we'll just pick right back up yeah, where we left off. for sure. And it's, I mean, she's busy. She works night shift. And I'm busy at work during the day. Mm-hmm. And so when she has off, there's no, like, she's trying to, like, catch up on her sleep. and So, so it's just kind of, like, it's hard. For it's, sure. But y'all have to, being, having boundaries is about understanding, too. It's respect and understanding. Um, and I think a lot of people have an issue with the understanding part, for sure. Understanding, I think they just take it. Um, personally personally and so I guess this is like not really a question but I just kind of a thing that I wanted to touch on is having boundaries specific boundaries for specific people Mm -hmm. versus having just overarching boundaries of like these are my non-negotiables I don't care who you are yeah right as opposed to like okay well this person you have this boundary you have this boundary like do you have like one way that you kind of look at it versus the other so I definitely have non-negotiables um, there's not they? there's not a lot. Okay, I'm curious. <laughs> um, so I actually wrote them down so I guess. Yeah. Okay. okay. So okay, I think privacy is a huge one right now. Okay. Um, what does that entail? So you see all these TikToks of these females and these males like going through their partners' phones and stuff like that. Like, no, is that a thing? Yeah. Is, I guess my for you page is fucked up. I don't get on TikTok. Oh. <laughs> that is the most toxic thing I've ever heard. In yeah, my life. and I'm like, first of all, I've gone through a phone before, yeah. and I know what I found in that phone, and it made me feel like shit. So if I you, never want to step near listen, a phone again. If you are looking for something, you will find it. Exactly. Period. So just <laughs> leave it be. Like, just don't look. Right. And I feel like when you don't look, you like you're kind of letting them know, like, okay, you're secure, yeah. you know, type of thing. But definitely, like, personal belongings. I don't like people going through my stuff without asking. Mm-hmm. My sister will, which I love her to death, but she'll come over and, like, when I'm out there, fish through some of my stuff, see what she can find. And she doesn't take it, but she'll be like, oh, I'm going to take this. I'm like, no. Like, I don't even like people to touch my stuff. Right, right, like, right. just 
hands off, please. Yeah, I get that. So that's definitely one of them. And that's like a non-negotiable for anything. Like that is a non- yeah. Like, okay. don't ask me if you can go through my phone. I'm not gonna ask you if I can go through your phone. Now, if it comes to a point, like, you should feel comfortable enough giving your phone to your partner, like, hey, yeah, you can use it if you need it. Yeah, or like, you know, look up directions to here, change the yeah. song. Yeah. But if you feel like, oh, shit, I can't give my partner my phone for fucking two seconds, yeah. shit, even five minutes, right. then you don't need to be with them because you're obviously doing some fucked up shit on your phone. For sure. So that's definitely one of them. Privacy. Privacy, I love that. Um, <laughs> we love privacy. We love it. <laughs> Time. I think time is a non-negotiable for me, for mm-hmm. sure. I need my me time. And when I say that I need my me time, don't feel like I don't want to be around you because I do. Yeah. But it's just for me to enjoy myself around you, I need to take a step back. Enjoy and yourself enjoy by myself. yourself. Exactly. Yeah, you need to recharge. Yep. And I think that's one thing that I'm learning throughout this process now after this last relationship was I got so comfortable just going over to his house, you know, after work hours. His because parents' house? <laughs> <laughs> the infamous snort. Yeah. Um, shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but going over there because he would ask me to hang out, and then you know, obviously, I wouldn't say no because I love you. I want to see you. Yeah. I want to hang out. It's your boyfriend. I think, you know, I, I looking back on that relationship, I really think that it could have worked if we just took some time away from each other too, like to kind of do our own things. Yeah. Um. I don't have a lot of friends, but I know I can make friends. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not, I'm just always working. No, yeah, that is true. You're, so it's like, I was going to say, you're a natural extrovert because you're a very sociable person, but I feel like you're introvert by like choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't mind going out. Like, I went yeah. out the past two weekends and I had fun, went to Slingshot. Like, it was great. Yeah. But if I, if nobody's asking me, I'm, which is an issue too. Like, nobody's going to ask me to go do it. I'm not going to do it. I, like, I don't mind just staying home. Right. I'm cool with that. But, um, yeah, I, I'm gonna work on that though. Okay. We, we gotta work on that before you decide to. We got goals. Get at. Yeah, I know. I'm moving, guys. Plot twist. Yeah. <laughs> She's not lying. <laughs> yeah, no, we definitely gotta hang out. Cause I don't want to go out, but I want to like do shit, like do yeah. shit. And like not like just go to like a brewery or something. Yeah. Like not go to fucking slingshot and I shake your ass. I refuse to go to slingshot. Yeah, I went there. There was a point in time where I went there like every weekend for like a month I was I just couldn't do it I got to a point where I'm like why am I here Mm -hmm. anymore like there's nothing productive about this I'm spending too much money I'm tired I'm drunk I'm gonna feel like shit tomorrow you know what I mean yeah and if I'm gonna drink I want to drink in a pleasant environment yeah and then I wouldn't mind wake up feeling like shit the next day yeah Yeah, like like this having a glass of wine you know chilling with a couple people right I like that for sure going to like a winery whatever it's more intimate it is like I want to connect with people Mm -hmm. I'm not in the business of just like let's try to have a conversation while um Cardi B's blasting and stuff like that I don't want to do that a bunch of drunk girls are running into me Uh uh-huh good on it yeah me too because I'm gonna look at you like bitch I know you fucking see me standing here yeah except you don't because your eyes are crossed (laughs) (laughs) go to bed (laughs) you're done yeah literally um but yeah I don't remember what we were talking about. Your boundaries. But you said yeah. something about your ex and how you feel like if you guys um, took space, that, like, it might have worked out. And I had a question about that, and I lost it. Oh, oh, oh. Do you feel like in any of your relationships, mm-hmm. but you, you know, you can refer to this one, too, um, that you guys had your separate lives no. and then came together 
not a, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, did you have your own life outside of your relationship? No. In any of them? No. Okay. Is that and something you would change going forward? For sure. Because um, I see all these people around me mm-hmm. um, that have, you know, they're around our age. Yeah. That are dating. They're living on their own or with roommates, whatever it may be. Um, and they're, they're dating these people. Their, their significant other is living by themselves. Yeah. They'll go out together occasionally, like on the weekends. But then during the week, they're like staying by themselves. They're just staying at their apartment. Right. And they'll go out for dinner or whatever it may be. But other than that, they'll just see each other on the weekends, hang out on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Me and him were seeing each other every single night. Yeah. We were literally, it was almost like we were living together. Like, at that point, we should have just moved moved out together. Thank God you didn't. Yeah, I mean, he talked about it, like, got my hopes up, and then was, yeah. Uh, that's what narcissists do. And it was like, oh, I mean, I think you had it in your mind that we were just going to move in together, like, right off the bat. I'm like, but you were pulling shit up on Zillow saying, oh, you would look, you would look good walking around in your panties in this kitchen. See, and like, that is wild. That is what they do. My ex literally two months in sent me like a link to a house i'm like what oh i don't even love you better be glad i didn't fucking run your ass over when i had the chance because <laughs> i had the chance that's a story for another Wild. day <laughs> manslaughter that's so funny i mean shit <laughs> yeah he's not the best and he's also older which we didn't say like your ex is yeah. like 29 Wild, and here's my thing. I think we talked about this before we started recording. Of he's not going to change. Mm-hmm. I think that anyone can change at any age. Like my dad is forty something, forty about to be fifty this year. Just started going to therapy. Like I think if you are self aware, because mm-hmm. that's good, you have to be. Yeah. Because if you're not self aware, if you can't mm-hmm. even acknowledge that there's a problem or a toxic pattern that you're the common denominator, like if you can't heal unless you face your shit. Yeah. Right. You can't change unless you face your shit. My biggest pet peeve are victim mentalities where you're like, it's their fault. It's your fault. Projecting on the other people, your life will never become better because you're not taking accountability. Mm-hmm. So like he could change if he has an epiphany, but until he realizes that he's the problem. And that, that doesn't happen often. It in doesn't. Men, in men. In, in men, men, it really doesn't. And that's why I feel like, <clears throat> I feel like he won't change because that is not something that happens often. Now, women, I feel like it's different. Yeah. Because we're so emotional. For sure. That it's... We're emotionally attuned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And emotional intelligence, that's a whole nother... Oh, level. My, listen. I have goosebumps. I could do, a, like, a literal eight-part series on emotional <laughs> intelligence. Let me touch on that really quickly. Because, like how we said before, you can have a relationship where no one's coming to you a perfect specimen, right? And it could be great for you, but they could have things where you're like, I would like it if you worked on this or whatever. Um, I am not in the business of being anyone's mother, trying to fix them. I'm not your therapist. Period. Right? But if you are emotionally intelligent enough to be self-aware about yourself, that is the groundwork for a beautiful relationship. Because if not, you're talking to a wall. Like, you've expressed things to your ex, he flips them on you. Like, you know what I mean? That's just not healthy. I need you to be self-aware, because I try to be self-aware, and that's extremely important. And so... I just need you to know yourself. Uh-huh. And finding a man that is emotionally intelligent and is attractive as fuck. It, I've said it before and I will say it again. I will say it on every single podcast from here on out. It is my number one non-negotiable. Like, I agree. Number I one. I can look past, because I've dated or fucked with a lot of douchebags, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the fuck boy, typical, just like, doesn't text, doesn't call, like, just 
not a great person. You know what I'm saying? And I'm over that whole era. Like, I'm just done with the toxicity. Um, but if I have a guy who's, like, emotionally intelligent and he has other things that don't necessarily check my boxes, he's still bumping to the top. Yeah. Whereas before, that would never happen, right? Like, I'm just becoming more attracted to characters yes. and who you are. I, I, at this point... I, li- I like to see an attractive man, but it's like, at this point, as long as you have some of these things that I'm looking for, yeah. I don't give a shit about your looks, because you can right. be the sexiest man on earth and be the shittiest. How many have we met? Uh, I, mean, I have a, like, how much time do we got? <laughs> I know, right? I mean, we're gonna be sitting here, how long have I been alive? <laughs> like, fuck. Literally, and that's, and that's sad, y'all. If you're, any guys that are listening, and you feel like, you feel like the shoe fucking fits, bitch, you need to then it does and if you feel yeah. like it doesn't fit then still look in the mirror yeah but it's um and it's not for everyone but like i've met like i said beautiful attractive guys athletes whatever they're the fuck boys because they know they're beautiful i've met and there's still beautiful men that i've met who are like really cool and down to earth right mm-hmm. that's not like a synonymous kind of thing um but i'm tired of just like seeing a sexy guy and being like oh that's that's my husband when my parents die when i go through a tragedy later in life like mm-hmm. when whatever happens I don't care of the face of the person that is helping me through it, yeah. right? It's like their character, their mm-hmm. emotional intelligence, their ability to, like, comfort you and give a fuck about what you're going through. Like, looks just diminish. Like, it's just not on my top ten, mm-hmm. you know, or even top three, like, anything. of Like, obviously you want to be attracted to them. That is important. I'm not about yeah. to get her date in a two. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we'll... we'll well, uh, we'll do about an eight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was saying, yeah, but eight. Like that's high. That's still high. Like, I feel like high. a six or a seven is... Yeah, but, like, here's my thing. How many guys have you met where, like, they may not be the most attractive? Like, you wouldn't swipe right on them on a dating app, but you get to know them, and you're like, wow, wow I'm really attracted yeah. to you, like, who you are as a person. Yeah. That is so special. You can be sexy and have nothing to offer me. I'm and I feel good. like I see a lot of women nowadays that are dating like down Mm -hmm. I I hate to say that but I mean let's be honest there are a lot of beautiful women that are dating down yeah the guys probably don't look as good as the woman Mm -hmm. but why do you think that these women continue to date these guys you're like oh well why is she dating him or why can't I get a girl like that right well take a look in the mirror like you said like look at yourself don't just look at yourself look within yourself right because right right they are dating these men because these men treat them right. They, mm-hmm. they are respectful. They are loving. They are caring. And my the way that I'm thinking from now on, because I would love to have kids one day, mm-hmm. is who is going to be standing next to me when I'm pushing out that fucking baby? Yes. Is it going to be somebody that's going to be sitting in a chair, like, you know, talking to me, his eyes closed because he can't stand, he can't stand seeing that? Or is it going to be somebody that's going to be standing there holding my hand right. with a wet rag on my forehead? Right. Like, like, that's what I want. Together. Yeah. Yeah, it becomes a lot more, like I said, a lot of this comes with age. It becomes mm-hmm. a lot more, like, who can I do life with? Yeah. Not just who looks good, who's good in bed, who's, you know, the most popular, who has a blue check mark next to their Instagram. Because that shit don't matter. It does those blue check marks, they'll fucking cheat on you every single day. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't care what anybody says. They will cheat on you. Bruh, that's gonna be like the quote for this episode the blue check marks will always cheat on they will you. listen and if you think they won't just don't look through their phone yeah that's wild but like it's just yeah as you get older that's a boundary i think we've like just given ourselves um is like self-worth like what we are willing to mm-hmm. tolerate because at the end of the day and you're ooh, i didn't even think about talking about this 
boundaries for yourself. Yeah, I think I, that is yeah. important. Oh, like, yeah. Hell yeah. Because that comes down to self-respect. And in the past, I'm so proud of the woman I am right now, but like I've dealt with a lot of shit that I would not put up with right now, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's it hurts me to think about that girl who tolerated that stuff, but like I didn't have any boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. I just let whatever mm-hmm. do whatever. Like, But now I have self-boundaries where um, I don't have to express it to that person because it's not going anywhere. There's no longevity in it. But I know myself that this is your personal boundary, something you're not willing to tolerate. And this person is easily going to overstep it. Mm-hmm. Like, don't even waste your time. Yeah. You know, I think that's important. Yeah, and I think, you know, you said it best. There there are self-boundaries, y'all. Like, it's not just relationship, friendship. Yeah. There are self-boundaries. And even, I think a good example, because I read it somewhere going on a date and mm-hmm. telling the person like hey I need to leave by this time yeah. because I have my shit to do Right. that's not you saying I don't want to be around you any longer it's just like I, I got my shit to do like, yeah. this is a boundary I'm setting which I think is super important and you know what when you set these boundaries and you stick to them or you set goals and you stick to them I find that so attractive it is attractive like, some of okay, like standards yeah like okay so you told me you're going to leave by 8 and you left okay yeah. shit like she stuck to her word like she she means what she says. Uh-huh. I like that. It is very attractive. So I just think, I think set, you know, figuring out yourself and what your boundaries are personally, and then you need to figure out, you know, where you are, what your boundaries are going to be moving forward with mm-hmm. friendships. I would start with friendships and then relationships because relationship, like if you're single, you stay single. <laughs> stay single. The shit ain't worth it. <laughs> well, okay, so I want to know, like, have you ever had an epitome of what it feels like to be treated right? Like, do you have, no. like, no? Actually, okay, yes. But I wouldn't really say. Like, my first boyfriend, he, this is, yeah, he's treated me, like, he treated me the best. Okay. Like, he was great. Mm-hmm. Other than being super clingy and, like, overbearing, right. he was cared. Like, even my mom to this day still talks about him, like, yeah, we all have those yeah. parents still bring up. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, and not even like, oh, he's super cute or anything, but he was one of those where it's like he's not the most attractive. Right. And everybody let me know that, but he <laughs> he did Damn. treat me the best. So at the end of the day, yeah, y'all are looking at him like he's not attractive, whatever this and that, but if I'm your friend and you see me happy, I'm happy. then fuck it. That's like, it. Yeah. And that's what's wild is that why glorify a relationship because of how it quote unquote looks on the mm-hmm. outside if I'm not happy bitch you should slap me and tell me to wake up and yep. like you know what I mean just cause my boyfriend's a 10 doesn't mean I'm winning in life mm-hmm. like I could have a 7 who puts me on a pedestal and makes me feel like a queen mm-hmm. and that's winning like longevity and I'm not even pressed for a relationship at all but and I think that's why you can kind of sit with yourself and be like so I did this challenge in November with my friend India, the one I was telling you I'm moving mm-hmm. with, and um, it was like a whole like a detox month of like alcohol, like a bunch of things, and boys was one of them. And her words were like, "I just want to take time to figure out what my non-negotiables are." And I was like, "Damn, that's beautiful." And so it's funny because there was this guy in my DMs, and he asked to hang out. I think like the first few days or whatever, and I'm like, "Sorry, like I'm chilling, whatever." I told him I was like, "I'm on a boy detox." I told him for the month of November. This man hits me up November thirtieth. Oh, girl. November 30th, okay? <laughs> says, um, you still anti-men or something like that? And I'm like, ha, 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 technically it ends tomorrow, yada, yada. He's like, well, I did a 30-day challenge. Um, I need a massage, blah, blah, blah. 
<laughs> first of all, why do you expect me to come over and give you, like, that's your segue? Like, you could have been like, oh, you need a massage. You know what I'm saying? Like, I at least would have maybe, maybe mm. tolerated it if yeah. you were like, oh, I'll give you a massage. She was like, no, no, you come over, give me a massage. Like, so, obviously, but I was just like, and I've never expressed this before to a guy where I was like, listen, I said, I'm not into casual dating or hooking up right now. That's not my vibe. Like, thank you, but no thank you. Right? And, like, I was just so, it sounds so minuscule, but I was so proud of myself because the me three years ago would have never said that. Mm-hmm. Right? I would have just maybe went. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, I just didn't have those boundaries in place of, like, what do I really want? What do I really need? What am I willing to tolerate? And, um... I think respect is first and foremost. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. no longer putting myself in situations where I'm not going to feel respected afterwards because that brings a lot of anxiety. Yeah. You know, like, does this person care? What do they think? Are they going to text? It's just like, I don't want that. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I don't know. I just, you got to know yourself and your boundaries, and a lot of that comes with experience. I know what my boundaries are now because of what I put up with in the past Mm -hmm. and how that didn't make me feel great. And now I can look at myself and be like, you're good on your own. Stay Mm -hmm. inside. Get high. You you know what I mean? Like you don't need to be out here like entertaining stuff just to entertain it. Cause that really does feel empty. Um, at the end of the day. Well, I think, you know, I think you said something earlier about, you know, boundaries are hard to set, but as we get older, I think, they get easier because mm-hmm. it's like you just don't give a fuck. Like you already know what you want. So, so many less fucks. You don't care. Like if, if you're gonna set a boundary and they, you know, they take it the wrong way or they can't live up to it, mm-hmm. what, whatever it is, I, don't, I shouldn't say live up to it, but then they're just not for you. Right. Like so then it's like, all right, fuck it, on to the next. That's like, what I'm saying. When whatever. you put everything on the table and if however they react is a reflection of them, then mm-hmm. you have the autonomy to be like, I don't want this person in my life. They yeah. couldn't respect the thing that I told them I needed, that says a lot about that person. Yeah. Right? That Mm -hmm. cuts them off real quick. So have you ever had anybody that um, you're like, wow, they treated me great? (laughs) I mean, I haven't been in a lot of relationships. I've only had two relationships. They were both only three months. Um, I have two exes. One of them I have not a bad thing to say about. The other one still owes me money. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) No, owes me money as if he stole money from me. Um, Oh, wow. How much? Like, 100 bucks. Like, 120, 100 bucks. That's fucking... And then blamed it on the fact that, like, we went to a wedding and there was an open bar and that I was drunk and maybe could have tipped more than I thought I did. That was his excuse. I'm like, nah, bro, you jugged money out of my wallet. Anyways. But then I have another ex who was great. And, like, I was young. I was, like, maybe 20 when I dated him. And, like, um, he treated me well for what I needed when I was 20. You know, like, it was a great experience for my... that Like, that was my first real adult relationship. And it was great. Like, I loved him. Like, all of those things. Um, and I think that's important to know. Because I think for a while, and I still struggle with this, of, like, I don't always feel capable of having those feelings. Like, I, I love a lot, but, like, I have a lot of walls. And so yeah. it's hard to, like, break those down. Um, but I know... Because I know my standard of how I treat people and how I love and how I'm willing to give to someone that I care about, mm-hmm. uh, I know that it can be reciprocated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know that I'm not the only one that's capable of that. So I'm just, I'm not jaded yet. <laughs> I'm only 24. Like, I'm not, give me, if I'm 35 and single, I might be jaded. But um, I just know there's a standard, like, because of who I am as a person, mm-hmm. you know, like, 
not every guy is a bad guy, not every girl is a bad female, but um, you just gotta set those boundaries, because if you keep tolerating the same bullshit, nothing's gonna change. Like, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing, expecting a different result. You Mm -hmm. can't keep messing with these shitty, toxic people and expecting to find a healthy, loving relationship. And take me, take me as an example. Yeah, you. <laughs> I'm a great example, y'all. <laughs> like, really, I'm a great example. It's okay. Though. But you're still like I don't know. I just think of you as like a. I mean, we, I've known you for like maybe what eight years, six or seven years, something like that. No, longer than freshman that. year of high school. That was yeah. twenty. That's twelve. Ten years. Ten. <laughs> I haven't had the best past, but I'm learning. I'm learning, and I like you said. I feel like I'm. I know what I can give. And I might not have been able to give, you know, this type of love and stuff and friendships, relationships back then, mm-hmm. a couple years ago. But, like, now, I know who I... I'm starting to know who I am. Yeah. And even though I don't know who I am completely, I know that what I can bring to the table. For like, sure. I'm super caring. I take care of my friends whenever they need me. I'm there all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, that is not the same Sydney from in college or in high school. Like, I, I just didn't give a shit. Like, it was kind of like, fuck it, you know... Mm-hmm. I saw everybody else having fun. I surrounded myself with the wrong people. But now, like, being by myself and, you know, seeing the people around me happy and succeeding, like, that makes me feel so good. Yeah. It does. That's great. I don't know. I've just always thought you were, like, a really incredible person. So even though you've been in these relationships, like, you just always, I guess, have at least given the illusion that you're sure of yourself. You know what I mean? That, like, you seem pretty confident. I don't think it's a lack of confidence that you have. I just think it's, like... I was told it's a lack of confidence. Listen, <laughs> his opinion is so irrelevant. It's insane to me. I think you're a very confident person um, from, like, you know, as mm-hmm. I'm speculating. But, yeah, I think it does take being alone for a prolonged amount of time to, like, know who you are mm-hmm. and explore even some more non-negotiables that you might have, right? Because you spend so much time alone that you're not so, not saying you are, but, like, some people are just codependent on other people to yeah. make them happy. And so they're willing to tolerate anything because it's just another body. I was that way for a little bit, though. And yeah. I've started to realize that. Like, yeah. even even in my last relationship, I'll say I felt, I knew that I could be happy alone, but mm-hmm. I felt, I felt my happiest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I felt my happiest whenever, you know, I was around him, which I don't think is a, a terrible thing because I did feel happy when I was alone too but like when you're with somebody that you really care about and you really love it feels great to be around them for sure and so that's how I felt for a while um but you know I don't know it's just let me ask you this dating around is gonna help you create these boundaries too like not you don't have to date these people but like even just hanging out with the opposite sex or the same sex whoever you date it doesn't matter but just hanging around people that you know you you'll start to create these boundaries too that you never thought that you would you would have which is also a good thing Mm -hmm. because I can sit in my room all day read these books that I'm reading and you know okay like you're living through these situations from the books that you're reading and it's like wow I don't want that to happen to me so then boom I create a boundary okay I'm going to be like this person in the book type of thing whatever but you also need to do it in real life you need need real life application yeah like you can't just you know, learn push-ups by reading about them. Mm-hmm. Like, you gotta go, you gotta do it and fail mm-hmm. and try and fail. Like, it takes some time. Because like you said, you could have these boundaries that you know you need, you express them, they don't honor them, 
but and then you tolerate it, right? Like that still happens until you get to a point, maybe in your next relationship, where it's like I'm not doing this anymore. If you mm-hmm. can't respect it, you don't respect me. Yeah, and I'm not tolerating that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do. I think that's a good point of like just dating, getting out there. It doesn't have to be defined. Your I was just talking to my friend about this the other day. Like it doesn't have to be defined your husband or your mm-hmm. wife or whomever your lifelong partner. It is straight up learning about yourself in that environment what you like what you don't like red flags non-negotiables um like just knowing what you like and how you are in that environment Mm -hmm. are you on the dating apps at all no no have you ever been i have that's how i met my ex is it wait what did y'all meet on tinder shut uh, I've heard it's stories funny. about that though. Like, yeah, I know people that met on Tinder and they're like they have successful relationships. But what were you on Tinder for? For a relationship? Or no. For okay, so the relationship that I was in before this one was kind of shitty. Um, found out like he was cheating, or I don't know. I, I still don't know the full story. Ooh. But I heard that he was cheating. Um, I actually found out he was cheating after we broke up. Okay. And so. I downloaded the apps maybe three months after we after we broke up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'm just going to get on here and, like, just see what there is. Right. So I just started swiping left, swiping right. Were yeah. Hinge and Bumble popular at this time, too? Or was it mostly Tinder? I think so. Okay. But I never, I don't know, like, Bumble, <clears throat> see, Bumble just doesn't sit right with me because I want a guy to pursue me. Yeah. So, like, I'm not about to reach out to you. If you think, if you think I'm cute, then follow me on Instagram. Hit right. me up. And that's actually what my ex did. So we swiped right on, yeah, on Tinder. And instead of messaging me on Tinder, he um, actually just went straight to Instagram, followed me, and messaged me. Which I thought was dope. Like, I'd rather you do that. Don't send me these fucking cheesy-ass pickup lines on Tinder thinking that you're going to get a date out of me because you're not. Like, I I won't listen. I will not go on a date with you even if I get free food. I don't give a fuck. You don't want dates? Or, like, is it, like, contingent on the pickup line? I'm like, what does it take for someone to, like, get you on a date? So, it's the same thing. It's hard because, ah, I don't know. <laughs> I've, I don't know. I've never been, so, I've only had one one, ooh, I shouldn't say that, but I really have only had one one night stand in my life, so That's I hope my parents aren't listening to this, but, um, <laughs> I don't typically, like, sleep around, Yeah. so if I'm talking to somebody or I've been dating them for a while, mm-hmm. obviously we'll do the deed, but <laughs> I don't. I'm, like, the same way with, like, dates. Like, it's really hard to get me out on a date. Because I'm the type of person, we get to know each other. You know, if you like me more than I like you, then I'm going to feel obligated that we need to, like, start dating because Mm -hmm. we've been talking for a while. Right. So, I'm not, I don't really like to go on dates, no. Like, I like to talk to the person for a little bit over text, whatever, maybe the phone, kind of figure out if I'm, like, if I like them, want to fill that out, and then I'll go out with them. So you will, like, talk on the phone? Yeah. Okay. I'm just curious because I I think I used to be like that. I don't know. It's not black or white. I just don't do that much anymore. But, like, there was a point where I would, um, like, I just wanted to meet. Like, I would rather yeah. meet and know that I don't like you because I don't, I don't like texting. So I'm not going to sit there and text you for two weeks. And then waste my time and then finally meet you and be like, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? So I'd rather, like, I'd rather kind of know in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then I did it a few times and I was like, this is also a waste of time. Yeah. Because it's, it's just a lot of time and, like, energy where something may not come out of it. Like, mm-hmm. if you're really trying to find your life partner, 
amazing. Like, you know, go through the lot and like just figure out who's who. But also, well, I thought this last one, I thought he was really going to be it. So I did go out on a date with him. He's the first guy that's gotten me to actually just go out on a date within, like, the first couple weeks. He was still out of state whenever um, we first kind of started talking, but then he was moving back home. So when he got home, we went out to Optimist Hall, and um, I kind of knew, like, okay, this is somebody that's cool. Like, we went and sat in the car afterwards and talked for hours. And oh, I'm like, God. okay, this is, like, nice. I yeah. like this. Um, that says a lot, especially the first time interaction. Yeah. Because you're either out of there or you're there for hours. Exactly. And I know if I'm out of there and, like, I want to, I, like, I'm saying, hey, I need to go home by a certain time, this and that. Obviously, you know, sometimes I have stuff to do. Right. But if I'm doing that, it's probably also because I don't want to be around your ass. For sure. So, <laughs> eh, you know. Yeah. But then we went on multiple dates after that. Super fun. Um, he, we didn't kiss or anything for, like, a couple of dates like we went on probably like three or four dates hadn't kissed or anything and then I was like okay like I like this this is nice we're right. just kind of di- not it's dating funny. but yeah building a friendship kind of we're hanging out mm-hmm. and then girl went over to his house and it was just a wrap after that and like those three or four dates out the fucking window fucking <laughs> and then like, everything like, first night on the phone home run baby but I mean we're adults like why not? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, but I think moving forward, I'm going to set those boundaries, like, even sexual boundaries. Yeah? Oh. So. That's a can of worms. I wanted to kind of tie that in there because. No, please. Good segue. We don't, yeah, you don't, you don't have to feel like you have to have sex with the person on the first night that you stay with them or even kissing. Like I told you, I set a boundary. I don't want you to kiss me. You know, when we, did I talk about that on here? Yeah, yeah. I did? Yeah, okay. you did. Yeah, the beginning. Yeah. yeah, the guy, like, recently, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, I'm not ready for the kiss, whatever. So, I think it's important to set boundaries like that. And like I said, when you uphold those boundaries, they're super. it's super attractive. Yeah. Even when you uphold it. So, if I tell you, like, Re, I'm not going to kiss you on the first, or, like, I don't want to kiss on my first date. <laughs> but then I go to kiss you. <laughs> right. It's like, but she said It that, feels like a game. Yeah. Yeah, it's less... And, Respectable. Respectable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that we don't fuck with games around here. Yeah. Listen, no. 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 <laughs> no games. But it's, yeah, it's like, who has time for that? Like, let me know if you like me. I don't know. I'm not even dating, so I don't have any, like, but it's like communication, transparency. Mm-hmm. And I think Tra- that's right there. Transparency right for my non-negotiable. Okay. Because I'm about as transparent as fuck. If yeah. I don't like you, I'm going to let you know. For sure. I don't want you to kiss me. I was, you know, I told him I was kind of rude about that, whatever. <laughs> um, you got a booger hanging out of your nose. I'm going to let you know. Hey, you got a fucking booger. But no, it <laughs> really just be transparent. Like, yeah. it's really not going to hurt my feelings um, because I... <laughs> I want you to be transparent with me, and I'm going to be transparent with you. Right. Well, so. I think this goes back to the thing of, like, you give it, so you expect it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's also, there's a difference between transparency and honesty. I've talked about it on here before, but it's like, I don't want to have to pull things out of you all the time. Yeah. I would like it if you just kind of up front let me know. Like, and it's also reassuring. You're like, oh, this is a person who, it's just, it's attractive mm-hmm. when someone just straight up, like, lets you know either how they feel about you, what they're doing, who they're hanging with. It's like... There's nothing to hide. Yeah. It's amazing. It's a good feeling. That shit is sexy. It is sexy. <laughs> Trans- yeah. Communication in general is just super attractive. If you can communicate at our age and be transparent, Maybe. I'm busted open. <laughs> busted wide open. <laughs> um, 
honestly, like communication, emotional intelligence. I'm so glad we talked about that because that, yeah. It's wild because, I mean, I want to ask you how you kind of feel like, have your standards changed over, let's say, the past, like, six years? Like, six years ago, would these same non-negotiables be on your list? Oh, no. See, even in high school, like, he knew me in high school. Yeah. Um, so-and-so who I dated, it was, I mean, sh- I don't know, great person now maybe, but crappy person back then. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not date that same person that 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 he was back then. Like right. looking back on it, it's like seriously. Like, like you I tolerated really, it then, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. Like I let that happen. Mm-hmm. Like that's disgusting to me. It really is. Like I'm so. Ugh. And that's what I wrote down here. The root of self care is setting boundaries. So. Uh, I think that says it best. Self care. That's huge. Yeah. Self love. Self worth. Safe. Self-respect. If you respect yourself, you're going to set boundaries. Let's say that. Yeah. So if you're not setting boundaries and you're going out to the club almost every weekend, fucking whoever you want. And listen, here's the thing too. Be honest with yourself. If you're Mm -hmm. doing that and that doesn't phase you at all, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Do what you got to do. At the same time, if you're doing that and you're feeling empty the next day. There's some, yeah, exactly. There's a void. You're like trying to constantly fill that void by doing the same thing. Yes. Then be honest with yourself and be like, I maybe need to change this up and Mm -hmm. set a boundary and respect myself a little more. And like Mm -hmm. I said, be a hoe. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if if you feel good about it the next day and you, it's just like, you don't care, but if you're feeling empty, like you feel like your heart has been shattered. You just feel empty still after that. Like you didn't gain anything from that then you do need to look at yourself. But if it's like, you know who you are within yourself, you're confident, you know, it's kind of just like, oh yeah, I was just hook up, whatever. Yeah. Then, cool. Good for you. Like, keep it moving. Yeah. But after that, if you feel empty, like you said, yeah, you need to look at yourself because you don't want to just be out here because sex, that's a whole nother podcast too, but yeah, it is. Every time you have sex, you're giving your soul to somebody. It's an energy exchange. It really is. Literally giving a little piece of your soul to somebody. Yeah. Over and over. (laughs) Have you ever cried during sex? Have I cried? No. Have you cried during sex? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like multiple times? Twice. Wow. With the same person or different people? Same person. Okay. That's beautiful. Like, because you just felt so emotionally overwhelmed, like in a good way? Yeah. Because I literally felt like all of me was like going, you know, like we, same for him too. Like, Did he cry too? Yeah. Oh my God. I have goosebumps. That makes me want to cry. That's amazing. I mean, is it though? <laughs> I mean, we still hate them, but but that's just a beautiful sentiment because it's out there. It is, and that kind of like lets me know, like, yeah, the relationship probably wasn't the greatest. Right now, he has some stuff he needs to work on, but that lets me know shit like that is out there. Like yes. people experience that, right? And that to me is exciting because if it's not with him, it's not with him. <laughs> Then it's going to be with somebody else. And sure. It's going to be with the right person, you know, in God's timing. If it's not with him, if it's not with him. Right. <laughs> yeah. I get it, though. I wish, but... I know. That's a hard pill to swallow. But also just, like I said, knowing that those kind of, like, extremes are out there in a uh-huh. good way. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, oh, I'm capable of that. I'm capable of feeling that feeling. That's a beautiful thing. Because mm-hmm. when you think of people crying during sex, you usually think of, like, they're missing their ex and they're they're, doing some shit like that you don't really want to do during sex yeah or it's like some shady shit of like 
I don't know. I've just listened to a lot of podcasts where the girl will be having sex with the guy and he'll start crying after because, like, he has a girlfriend or he misses his ex or shit like that. Right, right, right. Oh, hey. So that's, what, that's my first knee-jerk reaction when I think of someone crying during sex. But I love that for you. Like, a beautiful, coercive experience. Oh, all right. You just <laughs> set the standard. That's what I'm makes saying. Makes me want to cry right now. I'm going to shed a tear the next time. I'm thinking back on it. Like, like yeah. Like, it was... I don't say shit is magical. Like, I've never... But that is one night that I will literally always remember. I'm sure. Like, no matter who comes in my life, who decides to rock my world next. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, it's... Hopefully he has a blue check mark. I'm just yeah. like... Hopefully it's him, but, you know, like, maybe if it's not, and he decides to... What's wild is, like, I think that relationships... Like, nothing is on accident. Um, and I love cliches, so I'll say everything ha- does happen for a reason. But even if it's not him, every relationship you've had thus far has taught you something. Mm-hmm. And this one, it was, you know, he's probably a toxic person, maybe not forever, but at least in this, you know, stage of his life. Um, and so rightfully so, like, things are, you know, ended. But I think that he still has taught you, like, beautiful things. Like, there are still beautiful things to pull out of a relationship. Like, mm-hmm. that specific moment. Like, you know, maybe the first few, that first date when you guys talked for hours in a car. Like, it just reaffirms that there is connection out there. There is love, mm-hmm. right? And it, I think different people can, you can experience that with different people. Like, just because you have with one person, you can't ignore the fact that there's other shit that's wrong, right? Like, if he was great in every other way, beautiful, that's your husband. But he at least showed you that there is that window of opportunity out there. Mm-hmm. And someone you make can experience that with someone else. And then he also treats you or, like, acts in a way that makes you feel, like, secure within a relationship. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's just, there's levels to it. And I think, um, I don't think you have to compromise. And we all hope that the person that we love ends up, like, figuring their shit out, Mm -hmm. right, so we can be with them. Well, that's what sucks, because it's like, you know, you, your person could be somebody that you dated, and you'll... My person is not somebody No, no, listen, listen. Okay. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Like, let me So, like, me, I like to think about, like, this, like, my ex... I still don't know, and I don't know if it's because I'm not over it, but, like, we had a good relationship, you know, as far as, you know, the boundaries and stuff like that. There's obviously stuff that can be worked on, but then I also think about his past. How many people has he actually been with? Were these women setting boundaries? Like, am I the first person that stood up for, you know, herself and kind of said, this is what I need type of thing? Mm -hmm. So, it's hard because you think about it, it's like, well, what if this is my person, but it's just not the right time? Like, timing, you were talking about that earlier. And then you meet them a couple years later, and it's like, well, shit, like, why couldn't you just figure your shit out then, and we could have had all this time? But also, that time apart, hypothetically, if that does happen, y'all reconnect, that time apart is helping you grow, and they needed that to grow. Like, sometimes, and this is a hard pill to swallow, sometimes that person can't grow with you. Mm -hmm. And the way that you need them to grow, you would love to be like, yes, you're growing with me, I'm helping you change, like, you're becoming a better man with me for me for yourself but um sometimes it takes them maybe going down a deeper hole being by themselves maybe meeting another toxic person and it's kind of a mirror being held up to them like whatever it is Mm -hmm. um and then they can kind of come back and then you're like ah this is what i wanted all along but you wouldn't have been able to appreciate it 
I'm not saying you specifically, no, but like yeah. in the scenario, like uh-huh. you can almost appreciate it more when you've had space from it and you come back and it's that much more beautiful. Mm-hmm. People really, I mean, it's, we hear stories like that all the time. It seems like an anomaly, but I don't know. Life is weird how it works. It is. And God, God has been talking to me a lot lately. What's he saying? Uh, <laughs> some off the record. <laughs> <laughs> what is that man saying? Because he's not been speaking to me. I, no, it's just like, I know I don't need to be in a relationship now, but I know, I I feel like I know, and I've talked to one of my guy friends about this, mm-hmm. that this person from my past is, you know, I'm not going to say who it is, it could be, you know, my ex from freshman year, it could be, you know, you never know, yeah. but this, there is a person from my past that I believe, like, is the one, but maybe the timing just was not right. Mm-hmm. Like, I... And I have never, I don't, I've never felt this way about anybody else. So thinking back on my other exes that I've dated, this person, I truly believe, like, give it time, like, give it some more time, whatever it may be, and, like, shit will work out. I, I believe that, and God has kind of, like, instilled that hope in, in me, but sure. then, I don't know, my heart and my brain are telling me different things, and that's when I need to start setting personal boundaries for yeah. myself. I know. It's hard. Boundaries are hard. It's hard. It's mm-hmm. hard to be self-aware enough to even know what they need to be. Mm-hmm. It's hard to communicate them to yourself, to other people. Then it's hard to implement them and uphold them. Yeah. You know, like, there's levels to this shit. It's not just, oh, I have a boundary. Here it is. It's like, and then reiterating that if they yeah. can't uphold it. And then respecting yourself enough, having that self-respect boundary to walk away if you're being disrespected. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just a lot, a lot to it. A lot to it. Dang. Life is hard. Life is hard. Life is weird. It doesn't get easier. No. But I think we, I don't know, I genuinely am in love with life. I think I say it and people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I really am because I think the more self-aware you become, the more personal development you have or you perform, whatever, like, you realize that um, a lot of shit is out of your control, but you're in control of, like, your narrative and Mm -hmm. your happiness and, like, what you cultivate as your life. And so that gives me a lot of peace knowing that I'm a good person, I have good people in my corner, we do good things, like, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I feel like Mm -hmm. the people who are not self-aware are the most miserable people that I know. They try to be happy on the surface, but deep down, it's like, they are their own worst enemy, they don't even know it. Mm. Preach that. Preach that. Yeah, that was good. I needed to actually hear that. That's good, yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I needed to hear that too. (laughs) You just, like, I love learning something a day. Yeah. Maybe a couple things a day, but yeah, I learned that today. That That was was good. That was beautiful. Do you have anything else you would like to talk about? Yeah, what are your non-negotiables? Oh, For boundaries. For boundaries? I wasn't prepared, Sydney. We just went on like a rant there for like a good 20 minutes. Listen, rant not over. This (laughs) podcast was named very um, particularly... My non-negotiables. Emotional intelligence, we said. Yeah, well, it's hard because, like... It's really a boundary. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, with boundaries, I don't think I've really thought about it as far as relationships are concerned because I've never been in a position where things were crossed. You know, mm-hmm. like, I think a lot of things in that instance come from um, experience. Yeah. Um, but I think 
respect first and foremost. Like mm-hmm. whether or not it's a relationship, a hookup, friend, like whatever it is. Like I just think I need respect. Um, like I'm not like all these other girls. You know what I'm saying? Like not yeah. to be cocky, but in the sense of like, just don't disrespect me. Don't act mm-hmm. like I'm gonna be weird or crazy or any of these things. Like don't use these narratives against me when I'm an individual and I know who I am and just respect me as a person. Mm-hmm. That is definitely one of my boundaries. Um damn, you put me on the spot. I don't even know. Like I guess okay, so if I were to be in a relationship, we can do hypotheticals. Um I think communication. Mm-hmm. And this is not me saying I'm perfect at it by any stretch of the imagination. But it's something I'm working on, and I need my partner to be also willing to work on it if they are not good at it. Yeah. Right? Like, even if it's weird and awkward and we don't have the language to do it, I need them to be willing to Mm -hmm. at least be like, listen, I don't know how to say this, but this is what I'm feeling. Let's try to hash it out. Um, Another non-negotiable, I think this goes along with emotional intelligence, is in respect. They all kind of, like, co-sign each other, but... Like hearing me and respecting and validating my feelings. I think mm-hmm. there's there's nothing more infuriating than trying to talk to someone and they try to make you feel crazy for how you're feeling. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. Or they try to throw it on you. Like I just hate having conversations where you tell someone something and their first reaction is, Well, well, you did this, well, you're like mm-hmm. this. I'm like I just don't like tit for tat. So I think just like open line of communication of this is how I feel you receive it, and then then you can tell me. I don't know. Yeah. Um, That's a good one. I didn't think about that one. Yeah. That I, one's good. I just, because my dad asked me this, like, a few <laughs> months ago, and he was like, what is, you know, some things that you're looking for in a guy, whatever, and, like, my number one thing, <laughs> I had a lot of number one things, mm-hmm. but just um, how I worded it was, like, someone speaking to me with the awareness of how I'm receiving their words. Mm-hmm. So, not just talking at me, not degrading me, not being disrespectful, like, just communication. Like, right, they, they are speaking and they're like, how is she going to take this? I want to deliver this as respectful, as poised, as productive as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think communication is so important. Like, it really is. It is. It is. And, like, I haven't had that experience to go through it. And when you're faced with a situation, I think it looks a lot differently than, like like you said, reading a book or mm-hmm. hearing a podcast mm-hmm. about it. So I think, you know, it'll really kind of, like, say a lot about myself when I'm actually in that scenario. But, um, yeah, come back to me in, like, ten years after I've had a relationship. I'll be like, bitch, these are my <laughs> right here, all of them. But, yeah. You only have, like, five kids in ten years. You want me to have five children? How many do you want? Not five. Two? Maybe. It might be a one and done type of yeah. Really? One and done? Scared. I mean, I'm not excited to push something <laughs> out of my vagina. But um I would like to have a family. I don't know. I'm like I wanna have kids, but I think when I was younger, I don't know if you feel this way, but like I was I thought so much about like, alright, twenty six, whatever, twenty five, married, have kids all before thirty. Yeah. To me that is so far fetched to so, like what my trajectory of life is actually yeah. going to look like. Uh-huh. So I'm not going to say I don't want them. It's just not in front of mind right now. Mm-hmm. Like I have other things. I'd want to live a little bit of life first. 
Mm-hmm. You know? No, I feel that. Yeah. I thought for sure I was going to be at least engaged by the age of like 26 or 27. Right. And it's like that shit, just if you, just get that shit out of your head. Don't even write that down in a notebook as like a goal Dude, or whatever. Oh my God, if that's your goal of yours, erase yeah, it. Just hopefully it. write it in pencil because that shit, no, that's not happening. I know it could happen. Don't get me wrong, but. My goal is to be happy. Yeah. Whether that's by myself or with someone else is just to be happy. Mm-hmm. I see so many engaged, married, together couples that are not happy. I don't want that. Yeah, I don't want that either. <laughs> oh. Ew. Fuck that. Well, this was a beautiful conversation. It was. Thank you for having me. Do you have any, like, closing notes that you would like to say? I love that you have a Oh, book. yes. Let's okay. talk about this really quick. Okay. Let's talk about this really Yeah, quick. let's talk about it. So, in the book that I read, mm-hmm. Set Boundaries, Find Peace, it talks about signs that you need to set boundaries. Ooh, yeah. okay. So, if you're feeling overwhelmed... You feel resentful towards people for mm. asking for your help. You feel burned out or you have no time to yourself. And there's actually way more than that. But those are just a few that kind of stuck with me. Yeah. Because anytime somebody asks me for help or whatever it may be, I feel mm. obligated to say yes. Okay. Um, but I've actually been getting really good at saying no. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So I've, That's a boundary for yourself. Yeah. So I'll pick one and I'll kind of master it. Not master it, but like, you know, I'll do it a couple of times mm. if I feel overwhelmed, you know, with my parents, whatever it may be. And then um, I'll get good at saying no, and then feel burned out. Obviously, if my friends ask me to go out, whatever, maybe no. Like I just can't. Yeah. I need to take time myself. So I think, you know, if y'all suck at setting boundaries like I do, getting this book will really help. Um, because it, I mean, it tells you a lot about yourself. Honestly, it goes into detail about the different types of boundaries, um, being avoidant, like everything. Yeah, it's. I, I like that. The resentment one really resonated with me. Because I feel like I don't always speak my mind. And so I internalize a lot of things. Uh-huh. But then I end up resenting the person. What if you just said it, it would be like, okay. Right. And you wouldn't. Then it would be on them and not yeah. on me. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's a weird thing. We're all learning. But what is the name of the book one more time? Set Boundaries, Find Peace by Nedra. I don't know how you say Glover. 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 I don't know. Tawab. I'll link it, and then I'll link yeah. it in that episode so y'all can find yeah, it. Amazon. Um, yeah, that's where I got all my books. But that's amazing. This was an amazing conversation. I know. This was, like, the best conversation I think I could imagine having about boundaries. Like, I've been wanting to talk about this for so long. I was about to do a solo episode about well, it. I'm glad you. I'm glad you texted me. Well, yeah. Because I was like, you know what? I'm, I told you that, though, but, like, a couple days before, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, okay. I would love to go on there and just fucking talk shit. Like, talk <laughs> yeah. mad shit. Right. But then you message me, and I'm like, with all the um, different different topics, I'm like, yeah, okay, this is it. Like, for sure. This That's is it. When you said that, you were like, boundaries, bruh. I was like, yeah, I think that might be the name of the episode. <laughs> boundaries, um, boundaries, bruh. Bruh. <laughs> Really? That's, I was going to say, yeah. No punctuation, nothing. Just boundaries, bruh. That's like, it. That was it. Just bruh. Like, it's I was at work too when you said that. I'm like, fuck. Like, I got so hyped. I was yeah. like, yes, this is it. And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, don't worry about don't it. Don't worry about it. Just also send me the link. Yeah. Later. I'll put it in my Instagram story. Yeah, that's so exciting. Well, thank you for having this conversation of with me. Of course. You will be back on for sure. Hopefully for red flags. We got to talk about the red flags. I have. So that's my, like, a topic I have is red flags versus deal breakers. Mm, so like, yeah, we should definitely talk about that. Because yeah. I feel like I've, t- I've dated a lot of. Oh, I'm, oh my God! Please start learn. another list, <laughs> another book. I'm here for it. Um, thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. 
I will link Sydney's Instagram so you can follow her because she's a bad bitch. <laughs> and I'm single. <laughs> and she's single, but don't kiss her on the first date. Please. Or at all. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> all right. See y'all. I won't see y'all soon because this is. But she'll talk soon. to y'all soon. I'll talk to you guys soon. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Peace and blessings. <laughs>